Hello, and welcome to season two. This is episode 50 of the 21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. Wow, 50 episodes under our belt. Maybe we should uh, get some thoughts up on podcasting on our blog. What do you say, Ashley? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so thanks to all who have stuck with us and listened through season one. We truly appreciate you hanging out with us each week as we chat about digital marketing, and we hope that you've learned a little something along the way. But we are so excited about season two. But first, if you just stumbled upon our podcast and you are new around here, I'm Sarah, a host and account manager here at 21 Handshake. And I'm Ashley, account manager at 21 Handshake. My name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content. And we have a newbie with us today as well, new staff person. Justice, why don't you, I was going to have you introduce later on, but why don't you go ahead and give us a little introduction. Yeah, definitely. Well, first of all, it's an honor to be here. <laughs> it's great. Um, my name is Justice. I went to school at a local university called Davenport for marketing. And I recently got hired here at 21 Handshake as a graphic designer and a video editor. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, yeah, this is my first kind of uh, professional experience in a marketing realm. So I'm really excited to learn more about um, what, it, what it means to work in an agency and um, especially in the digital marketing realm. So Right, so that's a perfect segue into today's topic is actually going to be Justice interviewing us three, Ashley, Alex, and myself, (laughs) on what does a marketing agency actually do? What do we do all day, every day? So that's super exciting, especially if you've ever wondered what that marketing agency does, what they all entail, um, how that differs maybe from a marketing position on staff. Mm-hmm. So Justice is going to interview us a little bit here later on on the podcast. But first, let's dive in to our social media news segment. This is a new segment we introduced a couple weeks ago, and we really all love it as it kind of just brings us up to speed on what's been happening in social media the last week or the last few weeks. And um, we just really like how it adds a little bit of learning and keeps us up to date. So Alex, first thing that caught my eye last week was YouTube announced a machine learning tool that creates six second ads out of your like longer ads. Can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the tool is called Bumper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very, very cool name. <laughs> it's this new, uh, it is this AI-driven software that the, that YouTube is slowly rolling out um, that will essentially take your longer ad because traditionally the spots are, you know, 15 seconds or 30 seconds or sometimes right. you get the, the really long video ads. Um, but this will take it and it identifies where like the voiceovers are or like really tight shots of the, of the people or the logo or something and essentially condenses it into six seconds. So wow. they've introduced Vine. Right, really, oh. actually, yeah. Yeah, but six seconds, that's a short ad. That's quick, I'm sure. Great for like the channel, like people that just want to skip through the ad now mm-hmm. might just have to watch it. It's only six seconds. Yeah, so so when I kind of think about it, like I thought it was weird when I first read through the article, but then I thought about like, you know, you think back to the success of Vine and how, you know, it's challenging, but yes, you can tell a story in six seconds. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a lot of people were incredibly successful with it. Maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe YouTube introduces this as a way to, like, it's a short ad, but you can't skip it kind of a thing. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It's kind of interesting. They had an example in this article of a a Grubhub ad that this program took from. It was only a 13-second ad, but they condensed it to six. But you can't just, like, watching the ad, you can't tell that it was, um, like, 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 edited by... 
right. AI basically. It's still well done and like the, 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 the sequence matches and like it works. Right, but I think you also get the chance to go back and edit it after AI kind of goes through it to like see if it gels, it makes sense and all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay. yes, the idea was, they say the idea is to always to have some level of human review. Um, but it's, I mean, it's cool. we'll see where it goes. Right. I don't know. Just another evidence of how AI is really just working into our everyday lives, which is really super cool. And Ashley, we've been kind of tracking that Facebook has announced that clear history ability. And I guess it starts in June. So which that's now, but I haven't seen it officially kind of mm. launched, but kind of flew <laughs> under the radar that Google announced an automated clear history as well. Yeah, so um, on May 1st, Google announced that they are introducing an automatic scheduled um, feature for Google to, to clear um, your search history. So okay, the user so you has can usually go in and do it manually. Yes, so now the user can go into their settings and choose if they want their search history to be automatically cleared every three months or every 18 months. That's kind of nice. It's interesting, yeah. So I would say from like a user perspective, um, that's great. Um, and actually from a marketing perspective, for some reason, this one doesn't scare me as much because you know if you're using any of the Google features for a marketing purpose, um, that tracking behaviors and things like that, you'll know that you're getting um, recent behavior. That's what I was going to say. Like mm -hmm. someone could totally change course with their, you know, viewing their history, mm -hmm. move on to different topics. I think it would make it a little more recent. Three months yeah. is quite a long time. It, it's an interesting um, announcement um yeah, especially that like it, it flew it's, so yeah. under the radar um but not surprising at the same time it seems like it's going to be a trend right um, yeah all, that's kind of cool very cool and then google also announced something about author reputations and i guess this was popular uh like a few years ago they yes. google said they were ranking authors um i guess if you are more <laughs> of an influencer you get a better ranking can you explain a little bit? Because it seems like that's making its way back into the Google algorithm. Yes. So uh, it was recently introduced again that they have added Google um, authorship as a as a search quality rater guideline. So it's like okay. essentially one of the things that plays into um, an easier term would be the algorithm. Okay. Um, for your search results. So if you as the author, if you have more of a reputation, so maybe you're posting content more frequently um, and you're hitting all the right Google right. buttons with keywords and things like that, I don't know, like um, in the past you have a reputation for having great content, Google will see your name and automatically associate that. Okay. Um, it, it helps. Right, yeah. So I would say probably any post that you are ranking for on your site that's mm -hmm. coming up on the first page of the search engine, make sure to have that little author bio yep. like yep. at the end of your blog post, right? And yeah. that would probably just can't hurt right. anything. Um, and if you want to read the, the very explicit definition of the content creator reputation, um, click the link in our show notes for the search engine Right. Journal. We'll definitely mm -hmm. have all in our show notes every link to all the social media news that we just talked about here. So definitely check that out. Check out the show notes on 21handshake.com. So let's kind of move in to what we're talking about today with Justice. He's going to be interviewing our team 
on what actually a digital marketing agency does, because I know everyone's dying to know <laughs> if you're not in the marketing space or in the agency world. Um, that is always kind of interesting. Like, what does an agency actually do? And there is a lot of variation out there. So we're going to talk specifically about what our agency does and probably a little bit about what we don't do as well. So, Justice, again, welcome to the podcast. Thank Thanks you. for sitting in today. We're so glad that you joined our team here at 21 Handshake. So, yeah, let's just uh, just go at it. Let's pick your brain, or you pick our brains, right? <laughs> yeah. So my first question for you guys is, what does a digital marketing agency, um, how is it different than a regular marketing agency? I'll kickstart it. Yeah, yeah, so the biggest difference is that we don't, do much traditional media. So um, anything print, um, billboards, like flyers. TV, right. radio. TV, TV radio. Yeah, those we are doing media buys, big media buys. Right, those would be considered traditional. Um, so that's really where we differ. So we stick more to the online. <laughs> right, to the digital space, yeah. which seems like more and more every day is becoming just the space, rather. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, obviously, then you know, other agencies do big TV commercials, those type of productions. Mm -hmm. um, we would not be doing those type of media buys, mm -hmm. radio, which I think stuff. is an important like differentiator because a lot of B two B companies who are tradition yeah. traditionally traditional <laughs> um, will come to us and like, yeah, our marketing efforts are like brochures. Do you want to like help us with that, along mm -hmm. with some other digital yeah. aspects? And so. Sometimes it's it's a good um, definition to put out there. I think another distinction too is like we we don't do any event type marketing or like yeah. experience. Oh yeah, PR. Stuff. Yeah. PR. Yeah, and in some in digital relations. marketing agencies yeah. do incorporate a little bit of PR. We just happen to not. Right. We are focused on digital, so you can mm -hmm. break it down: social, SEO, video, but video for online. Like YouTube, social media ads, brand stories, websites, anything that you are looking at your phone or you are looking at on the internet, that is more our space we play in rather than magazine, newspaper, I don't know, newspaper is still around, <laughs> um, TV, cable, any of those traditional platforms. Okay, cool. I think when I was in college and I was learning about marketing, I always wondered exactly what went down in a marketing agency and how they would actually mm -hmm. like help a company right. who needed some marketing help. So I guess another question that I have for you guys is, if I were a small company or, um, yeah, like a company within our niche and I was looking for some help with digital marketing because I already have done traditional marketing, maybe I've done a lot of marketing with relationship building or events like or PR like you guys mm -hmm. talked about, but I haven't really dabbled in the digital world much. I have a Facebook account. I have an Instagram account. I kind of post sometimes. So <laughs> how could you guys help me as a marketing digital marketing agency? If I were to come to you, what kind of things could you offer and how would that benefit my company? Yeah, wow, that could be a lot of ground that we could help you with. I guess we would need to know, um, you know, if you came to us, you'd probably want to know what your goals are digitally. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to attract new customers? Um, mm -hmm. Do you need kind of a brand refresh? Because we do do branding and logo. Mm -hmm. And we kind of look at all your digital presence and bring that into a cohesive brand. So your messaging is the same across every channel. So, um, you know, we'd also coordinate that with any outbound that you are doing because we want that same message 
to be presented online as it's presented offline. Mm-hmm. So once we kind of tackle that, kind of get all your branding cohesively together, we would move into other different strategies, mm-hmm. um, content calendars, social media calendars, mm-hmm. um, strategy. We do a lot of strategy work here. So not only saying, you know, like, okay, you should post this, you po- should post that. Like, why are you posting this? And let's yeah. have a consistent message and look across all your social media platforms as well as your website and anything that people are looking at online. And I think that's in a, like from like a 3,000 foot view. Yeah. Our main goal would be to make all of your channels consistent, make them work together as opposed to like very segmented um, and do it with a purpose. So, okay, you have an Instagram account and you're posting a photo, but why Um, Mm -hmm. is that helping you increase sales? Is that um, bringing more traffic to your website? Um, Our goal is to, I think, educate our clients a lot of times um, and then just make everything fluid and work together. Right, and that would also flow into, so you brought up social media, but a lot of times clients come to us mm-hmm. and um, I want my website presence to be better, it needs to be faster, yeah. it needs to look like it's made for 2019. <laughs> and, you know, and it's surprising there's a lot of websites out there that, that aren't and have not been updated. So that would be another aspect. We would do like a website refresh, but then not only do a website refresh, we want you to be found once you do oh, yeah. make that website look all nice and um, enhanced and optimized. Then we would work with our SEO expert and we would work to optimize every page of that website, not only from a front end aspect, because that's what a lot of people think of. Oh, I just I gotta have the content correct. I gotta have this correct. There's a lot on the back end that Google cares about that business owners don't even care about, you know? But like, so yeah, like, is your back end, you know, the correct different HTML formats, our jQueries, our PHP, you know? So all those stuff that we normally don't think about it day in, day out. So we may run a SEO audit and then just keep optimizing all those things mm-hmm. that we find in an audit. I think, and this doesn't specifically answer the question the way that you asked it, but mm-hmm. what's really cool about, um, you know, the way that you asked it is almost as if the company is like, yes, like I'm in on, on digital, like I don't need to be sold on it. But in terms of like um, a reason that digital is really cool is because your dollar can go a lot farther um, in the sense that like a radio spot or, or a TV ad, mm-hmm. yes, you can get to a certain audience, but that dollar can also probably get just as many if not more people on a Facebook ad Um, and you also get so much more information by doing that in a digital platform you get all of the the analytics and the feedback that you that that you cannot get from like from you don't know like you have an idea of the demographic who sees your newspaper ad or or the people who are watching the five o'clock news if you have an ad spot in there um, but you can get so much more detail and, and useful information out of um, out of digital platforms and advertising platforms and such and, and Google Analytics like we talked about last week. Right, yeah. Um, so. There's bots that's following you around oh, the yeah. web, you know. <laughs> People are remarketing to you. That's why ads will follow you from one platform mm. to the next, you know. It's just how our world works and it makes for really well targeting and then following up to see who's actually seeing that stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you can't tell by now, 
Digital marketing can be very overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into it, all these, uh, you know, like technical jargon and things like that. So for um, especially our clients who didn't grow up with social media, it can be very like daunting and we just try and make it simple. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a great answer, guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, not too much. <laughs> so my next question is, when it comes to marketing agency, I always kind of felt as if they were kind of an intimidating entity mm-hmm. because they're so big and they handle big projects and is this going to be personal? You know, am I just going to be working with a bunch of people? Are they going to be kind of bossing me around for my mm-hmm. brand? <laughs> so how would an experience here at 21 Handshake differ from like a large marketing agency? Is it more personal? Would I be talking to what I know the people I'm talking to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are a smaller team, which I think we mentioned on the podcast right. before. But if we haven't or you missed it, we are a smaller team. We are um, a team of about like six to eight, depending right. on how you count it. Um so that's an important factor. Um, we're all very hardworking, so we can get a lot done. But it's true. I think that's a big thing that makes us different. Yeah, and I think what you bring up um, probably is a little bit true, not to pigeonhole like a Chicago or New York agency. <laughs> they do great work. But... They do great work. You know, those are the people you're hiring for those TV production ads and such. Um, but I think you do get just... Uh, Again, that smaller feel, that personalized mm-hmm. feel. We try to keep our clients updated with lots of whether it's screencasts or biweekly check-in calls, um, or even asking them if they want to join Slack to kind of um, be there for them. Not twenty-four-seven, but mm-hmm. almost that, like just their extra partner along the way. And um, I don't feel like we have anybody that doesn't feel like they can approach us Mm -hmm. um, with any questions or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I do feel like generally our entire vibe, (laughs) I hate that word, but um, is more relaxed. Yeah. Um, Casual conversations with clients, um, very frank. I mean, professional. Right. but, But casual. Friendly. Yeah. And in terms of like workflow, for example, like with a designer, um, I think in general, Sarah and I tried to handle most of the client communication because right. it, it can be kind of a lot. We found the more people, more hands in the pot, the more confusing things get. Things get lost in yep. the shuffle. Or... Yep. So um, we try to bring in designers as needed, but um, especially when there is a design project, the designer is very involved. So. When I I think what's cool too is that you guys kind of spearhead conversations. Um, talk about Sarah and Ashley. Um, <laughs> And so the the person always know the, our client always knows who to go to when they have right. questions yes. or concerns or, mm-hmm. or whatever. It's kind of like, oh, I'll talk to Sarah or oh, I'll talk. And to they'll Ashley. handle it. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. There's never a. <clears throat> we don't have a really large team where it's like, ah, who am I supposed to talk to like about this mm-hmm. certain thing? It's just kind of, I'll just you know. Yeah, Sarah, right. Yeah, and I think that is. you know helps create that kind of smaller personable yeah. feeling mm-hmm. when right. you know versus okay, well I got to talk to so and so faster with my website, and then I got to talk to so and so for my video, and then I got to talk to someone else for that, and that can quickly get overwhelming. And yeah. So and since we don't have like this long chain of command kind of thing, I think things are more streamlined and easier for people to get rid of their responses back as well. Exactly. Or, or faster, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something I noticed when I came here was mm-hmm. I, I didn't know much about marketing agencies. 
And when I came in here, everyone was so friendly and so mm -hmm. relational and um, very professional, but also very communicative. Communi mm -hmm. yeah, good communicators. <laughs> communicative. Yes, yes. It is a weird word. Yeah. yeah, so that was really cool. And so I just kind of felt a lot of people who haven't had help from the marketing agency before might be intimidated by it, but I felt very, very comfortable with you guys, even just coming in and working. Yeah, good to hear. So yeah, <laughs> you guys are really great and I'm excited for any potential clients who'd be listening to this because yeah, it's just... Yeah. No, well, awesome. goodness sakes, I'd be intimidated to go work with the like a big Chicago already yeah. work agency, yeah. so oh, definitely do not want to give that by. Yeah. <laughs> so what type of clients do uh, we work with here at 21 Handshake typically? Yeah, so we do often talk about this, but um, let's just put it out there for, for maybe our new followers in season yes. two. Um, so our primary niche is traditional B2B clients. Um, a lot of them come from the building and lumber material space, um, just because our agency owner um, comes from that industry in his um, previous Yeah, it's a lot of positions. Yeah, and so um, that's kind of how our agency started. And we, we've ex grown a lot and expanded a lot. Um, we do some small business. Um, B2C um, and things like that but that's primarily where we play yeah I'd say yeah manufacturing we have quite a few manufacturing clients um, so yeah that B2B niche seems mm -hmm. to be and I don't know if that's also what makes us more relational relational and yeah. gosh, none of us can talk today <laughs> um, as an agency but you know I think you know those type of businesses make you know, like a big deal about relationship building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how, you know, contracts are sold in any B2B space is that relationship and trust you have. And I think we wanted to definitely bring that vibe into our agency as well. And again, that um, kind of leads back to your other question, but I think um, that's just how we prefer to portray ourselves as well. Great. Agreed. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have talked about this a lot in the podcast, but I remember when I was interviewing, I was curious to know what 21 Handshakes stood for. Oh, yeah. And and I so like, how remember. does the um, the name 21 Handshake kind of tie in with what this agency is about? It's pretty, mm -hmm. I I kind of like getting asked this question because when we wear a shirt, so we have something <laughs> with a logo on it. We definitely do get asked fairly often Yeah. because it just says 21 Handshake, not like 21 Handshake a marketing agency or, or something right. like that. Right, so if you haven't seen our logo, go look at it on our website. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I've gotten like, you, are you guys like a sign language company? Or you I love that question. Language? Yeah, <laughs> we've gotten that one a, a couple of different times. But 21 Handshake stands for essentially putting a 21st century spin on the handshake. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of our, of our clients, a phrase that they use is like they've always done business like face to face or on a handshake. Um, you know, people will like literally fly across the country to meet someone when, mm -hmm. right? You know, that that's just I, there's I guess, new technologies in the 21st century that can help you build relationships. And while exactly. we still value that face to face, that handshake, because um, it does go a long way when you shake someone's yes. hand and you meet them face to face. We do understand that um, you know relationships can be built on LinkedIn these days. Right. Um, they can be built via email through a chat box on your website. Right. At least you know if the transaction maybe isn't happening online, maybe for a B two B, but the start of the relationship is happening. Totally. Yeah. yeah. The handshake no longer has to be like a physical hand to hand. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Movement. 
<laughs> Interaction. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Happy Monday. Yeah. Happy Monday. I think it's just a really cool brand and um, mm-hmm. just logo, and, and it really kind of tells the story of what we do here at 21 Handshake, which I think is yeah. pretty cool. And if you're interested in hearing the whole story from from our agency owner, we've got that video on our website as well. Yeah, we'll link that in the show notes for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so one thing that I've seen a lot in trends online is just the increased um, amount of video, and it seems like video is where everybody's going. And so does 21 Handshake do video, what kind of content do we do, what are our capabilities for video creation? So. (laughs) We'll let Alex take this one. The short answer is yes, we do video. Um, It's something that we've been quite heavily involved in in the last uh, probably two years, maybe a little bit more than two years. Maybe a little bit more. Um, So one of my responsibilities as as visual content manager is to, I'm responsible for any photo or video Work that we produce for our clients or for ourselves. Um, so whether that means I am I am making it myself or or working in partnership with Justice, or if we're working with you know we have a lot of clients across the U.S. Um, developing partnerships with photographers and videographers in those cities um, to help us produce work if for whatever reason we can't be there if it doesn't make sense for us to to travel out there etc. Um, so we I mean. I'd actually be curious to count this up, but I think last year we we produced e- easily over a hundred videos, yeah. um, from you know really short five to ten second Facebook ad type spots to to you know companies sometimes want to do eight and a half minute long company history videos <laughs> for themselves. <laughs> so so we really we kind of span the whole breadth of the video world in terms of kind of like we have experience doing like very short form stuff. We have experience doing very long form stuff. Um, I think also maybe it's a good idea to point out that we aren't like animation video. That's yes. that's not us. <laughs> um, we are more videoing actual physical projects Correct. on a camera, yeah. not doing things in, in a computer. To yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I think it's interesting too that you point out from like like a fresh perspective. We preach that all the time. But video is like a trending content piece but you've also noticed that as well as like a user um and so it video plays a really well with our other services um especially when it comes to social media yeah um a lot of our clients it, i mean it just goes hand in hand um, with some social media services we're already offering video can come in pretty easily and um Complimented. Complimented. That's yes. what I'm looking for. Help yeah. tell the story. Yep. Tell the story of the project. Tell the story of the home being built. Mm-hmm. Tell the story of a RV door being made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of those have a story component to them, and it's you know important to to show that mm-hmm. people yeah. like to watch that. Um, it helps. You know, it helps. I think. I don't know. Make a little more sense out of the B two B. You know of what they do. Yeah, it's a. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, it's a tactic that uh, we find very successful in reaching our clients' goals. Yeah, and sort of playing off what you just said, Sarah, like showing people, you know, what these companies do or what the products are. I think some, uh, 
kind of a principle of the way that we approach videos, show me, don't tell me. Yeah. So instead of having a talking head on a video for a minute and a half saying like, oh, we're the best, we've been in this for right. business for X amount of years, like therefore, you know, we are the best kind of thing. <laughs> it's a, we are much more on the side of like, show me why that actually is the case or give me an example of a way that you went out of the way for your client or um, why this product specifically works for these kinds of people, not just kind of like a, don't, don't just blow hot air. Exactly. Um, will actually show you visually why it's different. Mm -hmm. And I think no matter who it is um, that's consuming it, you are expecting more out of that video that you're watching. You just don't want to see that talking head anymore. It needs to be dynamic. It needs to be some B-roll on there. It needs to, totally. um, you know, it needs to capture attention. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, and one more thought on the, the video content that plays really well in your previous question. Um, it's a great tactic for building trust and um, yeah. gets more face time right. with your potential customers. So um, even if, say, um, me as a business owner has not met this potential customer yet, that customer comes in knowing already who we are, what we stand for, what we do, um, knows my face and knows like who I am, and they automatically trust me more than just a stranger walking in off the street. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Really and I like what you said about business to business being more, I always view business to business as more behind the scenes yeah. and business to consumer is out in front. So mm -hmm. whenever someone says B2B, you're just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. you know, that little transaction that's happening you know, somewhere. But it is cool to get an inside look on what that is. And then that does build trust in relationship digitally right. um, mm -hmm. with brands that you know, but you don't know how they get to where they get to and exactly. you don't know the whole process behind it. And it definitely helps build confidence even in the product or the brand um, if you can see exactly how everything's happening. Right, and I think um, just as the way the world moves, people are getting more interested in you know, that story that's behind that like, um, okay, I see my car, great, but I didn't know X manufacturer made the mirror, I didn't know B manufacturer made the door lock, and I didn't know C manufacturer did that. So it's kind of cool to kind of understand the components of that. And I think that just the general public is more interested in watching those things now. Yeah. They're interested in how things are being made in our world. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah. what other questions? Any more for us today? Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to wrap it up with what do you think 21 Handshake's best strength is? I've, yeah. I've got one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go so, and, and this relates to, to Ashley, uh, Sarah, and Isaac, and the work that you guys do when you're setting up a new client or kind of going through the construction of what, what a contract might look like or the strategy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not, going back to what we were talking about earlier, like, you know, what, is, what does a digital marketing agency do? You know, we don't, we try and figure out the reason why we're doing all of these things. Right. So it's not, it's not, we're not just going to like post on Instagram for the purpose of just like just posting on Instagram to kind of check the box. Um, there's almost always a strategy between behind why like you use a certain picture or a call to action or the con or, or the, or the description um, on a Facebook ad. Everything has some sort of strategy to it. It's not, it's not designed like it, we're not just doing social media for right. the purpose of doing social media because I feel like that's what we should be doing in 2019. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yes, you probably should, but you should be doing it for the right reasons mm -hmm. because people can also, they'll see right through you if, if, you're, if you're posting really generic stuff for obviously the, just the purpose of, of yeah. 
being trying to be active, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Right, yeah. Thanks I think it's welcome. definitely taking that 3,000 foot view and then drilling it back down to what really is the goal, what really is the strategy, and then tying all those pieces in together. Yeah, mm-hmm. so starting with the end in mind and then reverse engineering how to get there. Hmm. Yeah. A different take on that. <laughs> I think what makes our team special um, is the value that's been put on um, on our strengths. So um, yeah. we have talked about this in a previous podcast episode, which is I personally find fascinating. Um, so if you're very strength-based, definitely check it out. But um, our team has been built based off of certain strengths. So um, making sure that there's at least one of us that has... So for example, um, Alex is great at what he does in video and creative. Um, I could not do that. <laughs> right. Um, Sarah and I are very organized. Communication is number one. Um, that we're both like hungry for information and that's what makes us great account managers. Um, Isaac, our agency owner, is very like futuristic and ideation. Um, he's great with connecting with people. That makes him a great salesperson for 21 Handshake and bringing in new clients. Each of us has um, like a purpose and are really good at that. And so um, it's something that's really important to us. Every new team member we bring on um, has to be you know, have that one strength and be really good at it because, you know, and then you're, when you work with 21 Handshake, you know that you're working with experts. Right. Yeah. And I think to play off of that, Ashley, I heard this on um, a different podcast recently. It's actually the podcast guy's social pros podcast. Anyways, I guess his daughter is in marketing at college and like, but you just can't be in marketing these days. Like you have specific strengths in certain areas. And I think that it is how we built our team here at 21 Handshake with those strengths that Ashley Mm -hmm. says. So basically in marketing, you either are the creative route, you're the analytical route, Mm -hmm. or you're more the strategizer Mm -hmm. and explainer. So, and I think we have all those pieces here and that's what makes our team strong. Mm -hmm. I may not be the best creative person, but I can explain Mm-hmm. strategy and I can explain analytics. I may not know everything about analytics, but I can explain what's going on yeah. in right. there. So, and I think that's what makes us strong as a team because we have all those components. Yeah, and I For think sure. also when you're self-aware of yourself, it kind of helps you build a foundation of being self-aware for companies. Yeah. And so when you're trying to figure out what's a company's strength, what are their weaknesses, how can we purposely, you know, highlight the things that they're good at and mm-hmm. if you if we don't know what we're good at and we don't exactly. know what our strengths are how are we going to find um what they are for other companies so yeah. i think it's cool that the the yeah being self-aware starts here mm-hmm. in the exactly. agency mm-hmm. and then we're able to bring that to our clients yeah. love that love that <laughs> thought so on that that's 21 handshake in a nutshell thanks for interviewing us today justice yeah, we hope everyone learned a little bit about what at least specifically our marketing agency does. But if you have more questions, feel free to connect with us on social media at 21 Handshake. If you are only saying hi to Justice, that is fine too. So (laughs) definitely send him a shout out to say welcome to the team. So did you love this episode? Yes, of course you did. That's a big hint. Please leave (laughs) us a rating, review, and share it with a friend. It really does help. Thanks.